During the month of December, we always host the 12 Days of Christmas, our take on the holiday tradition and song. Because we run it all month on the blog, we thought it'd be fun to do the 2nd, 9th, and 16th days on the podcast. If you want the entire series, pop over to spinsucks.com and sing the song along in your head with us. <clears throat> so here we go. On the first day of Christmas, Spin Sucks gave to you two PR trends and one my... Oh, okay, that does not work. <laughs> Spin Sucks gave to you two PR trends and one mindset shift in a prayer tree. No matter where your communications role lies, you can go into the new decade strong if you embrace these two trends, creative storytelling and the peso model. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks and stories and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Let's start with creative storytelling. It's not a new trend. We've been talking about storytelling for a few years now, and it's not like sitting around a campfire trying to terrify the children in your life. No, this is about storytelling that allows your customers to imagine how miserable life would be without you, your product, or your service. I've mentioned here before that I love to watch the internet marketers, mostly so I know what not to do, but also to see if I can figure out what actually works without being slimy. I also find it fascinating that the men-to-women ratio in this space is alarmingly male, but that's another story for a different day. As I peruse, participate in, and watch others, I pay particularly close attention to how they make me feel as a prospect. Some of the best of them are great at educating their audiences and telling a story that makes you feel like you're massively missing out if you don't work with them. Some of the worst, on the other hand, try to shove their products or services down your throat without understanding you or providing a solution to your unique challenges. Which camp would you rather be in? I know which one I'd rather be in, and I can tell you the former takes a lot more time, resources, patience, frustration, and energy. Sometimes the best short-term solution is to shove something down a prospect's throat so they'll buy, which is why many organizations do it, but they won't be customers for long. Storytelling, though, creates the ability to build trust, generate engagement, and form relationships with your prospects who will then become lifelong customers and your biggest brand ambassadors. Human beings have been telling stories since evolution. It's one of the most, if not the most, important traditions we possess. Not only does every story contain a lesson to instruct the audience, they teach us to love, to forgive one another, and to strive for better than we have. They allow us to digest information more easily because they tap into our emotions, good and bad. In a world where things are so, um, crazy at best, we turn to stories to help us cope. The stories might be the ones I tell with my mini-me as she's falling asleep. We take turns picking up where the other left off. They might be escape into fiction, and they might very well be an organization's attempt to make you feel something. You want to use the last one in your marketing efforts. You want people to feel something when they engage with your organization. This could be good. It might be bad. I have a hard time with that one because I have an innate need to be liked, so it's hard for me when someone reacts differently than we anticipated for whatever reason. If it's good, you can win a customer for life. If it's bad, you have saved yourself a lot of time and angst when they move on from you. 
which is great. But again, innate needs to be liked. (laughs) The point is storytelling should be on your radar for both internal and external communications in 2020 and beyond. I think most of us have a hard time when we're told to tell stories when we market and communicate at work. It takes us back to high school English class when we had to diagram sentences and develop characters. I have an English degree with an emphasis in creative writing and a minor in math, but who's counting? I had a professor, a best-selling fiction professor, who used to tell me I had to dig deeper into the bad things in my life that made me me if I wanted to be a good storyteller. Now apply that advice to storytelling for your organization. It doesn't really work, right? So we go back to what we know, pushing out content that's about us and not about the prospective customer. What if instead you thought about storytelling from the perspective of how something came to be? For instance, I have a great story of how SpinSucks evolved into the professional development source for communicators that it is today. Nine years ago, almost to this exact day, I drafted what I thought professional development of the future looked like. To say I was ahead of the trend is, let's just say it was putting it mildly. (laughs) It took five years, five years to lick my wounds after my vision failed miserably, and it failed miserably. And truth be told, even after five years, I wasn't ready to try again until I sat in a conference room at the Marriott on Michigan Avenue in Chicago with a bunch of bloggers who had made a gazillion dollars from their expertise. It was March of 2015, and I'll never forget the audible gasp I heard around the room when I was asked what we sell to our blog subscribers, and I said, nothing. It was that meeting that everything changed. It was a moment in time when I had a new baby at home, a new book out, and I was traveling the world, and it was taking me away from said newborn. I just knew if all those bloggers could do it, I could too. And it would allow me to be home where I was most needed and where I desperately wanted to be. The point is this. It doesn't have to be a story that digs deep into your pain. It doesn't have to have fully formed characters. It doesn't even have to have good and evil. It just has to be relatable. And for anyone who's living a life they hadn't anticipated nor wanted, the story of how we evolved at Spin Sucks is a completely relatable story. Story isn't just for external communications. It works internally, too. You already know that sales, HR, marketing, and finance don't, well, always see eye-to-eye on priorities. Storytelling in your internal communications can help bridge those gaps and break down the organizational silos. The more we understand how people think, process information, and share that information, the more successful we'll be. Especially in large or distributed workforce organizations, it's impossible to know everyone you technically work with. Sure, you may see them in the hallways or on video chat, but you may not know where their strengths lie or what their passions are. Videos and podcasts make it a lot easier for everyone to know one another. IBM does a fascinating job with this. They encourage employees to share things about the cities in which they live and what they love to do outside of work. Restaurants they like to go to, places they like to go, hobbies they have, show the city, show the passion, even show their home office. They've won lots of awards for the type of engagement it's built internally. So it doesn't just have to be external. Storytelling, external and internal. And don't stress about following the traditional fiction storytelling that we were taught in high school and for some of you in college. And now the second trend for 2020, 
implementing the peso model. I know that's not going to come as a surprise to some of you. If you've been around these parts for a bit, you know what the peso model is, and hopefully you've started to experiment using it in your communications efforts. And here's the thing for next year and the next decade. Traditional communications are no longer going to be enough. AdAge recently published an article on this very topic, and I could not agree more. The PESO model, for those of you who are not familiar, is the integration of paid, earned, shared, and owned media. Traditionally, PR falls under earned media, media relations, publicity, whatever you want to call it. Today, even if we're not asked to do more, it's our responsibility to start adding in the other media types. Not only has media changed enough that it affects the E in the PESO model, but it's hard to measure it beyond brand awareness and reputation. Not that those aren't important, they are. But a recent study by the Annenberg Center at USC shows the majority of CEOs want PR to result in measurable outcomes. This is also known as driving revenue or cold hard cash. You cannot do that without an integrated peso model. I'm going to ask a rhetorical question simply because I can't see you to know if you've raised your hand. But how many of you have pitched a story in recent months only to have the journalist come back to you with an introduction to the publisher or by providing the ad sheet so you can buy space before they'll talk to you about the story? It's happening more and more often. And while I do think advertising and earned media are two entirely different things, church and state, if you will, it's getting more challenging to get earned media without some sort of media buy. Consider things such as native advertising, sponsored content, and certainly paid social. These are all things that can and should fall within your bailiwick. When your executives or clients want you to focus on earned media, start to request budget for some paid media too. We're not far from not being able to get any earned media without paid, so you want to start greasing those wheels now. In the aforementioned study out of Annenberg, they asked thousands of marketers which media type they thought was most credible, and earned media still came out on top, which makes sense. It's third-party validation, after all. But it also has to be measured to real outcomes, and not just impressions or media value or website traffic. To do that, it must be integrated with the other media types. Shared media is going to continue to change. I was recently asked during a podcast interview what I think is going to happen to Facebook. As much as I hate to admit it, because I really love Facebook, it's starting to implode with the speed that we can all marvel at. Couple that with the fact that some of the Democratic candidates for president in the U.S. want to break it apart so it's not so large. We have some massive, massive changes on the horizon. While shared media is still one of the very, very best ways to engage with your audiences, if your communications plan depends on it, you have to start to plan for eventual changes. Do it now. Integrate the other media types so you're not reliant on one thing and can be fluid as changes happen. And last but definitely not least is owned media. This is where every communications plan should begin. This comes back to the storytelling we talked about earlier. Without owned media, someone else is telling your story for you. Don't let that happen. Tell your story, tell it well, tell it often, and then let the other media types help you disseminate it. So there we have it on the second day of Christmas at Spin Sucks. Two trends in storytelling and working the peso model into your communications plans. Of course, it's challenging to limit to only two trends. There are lots of other things on the forefront, such as artificial intelligence, machine learning, virtual reality, and virtual events made to look real life. With that, I'd like to know what you think are the trends for 2020 
and an entirely new decade. You can find me in the free Spin Sucks community. If you're not already there, go to spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll see you next week for the ninth day of Christmas. And don't forget, if you want the rest of the 12 days of Christmas series, check out the blog. I'll see you soon. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 